Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Well, welcome back to the Servants of Grace theology segment. My name is Dave and I'm the host for this show. And on today's show, one of our listeners writes in and they have a great question. And the question is, what does it mean to rejoice in the Lord always? Well, this is a very important question because Paul's Christian friends in Philippi, they had issues to worry about in their own lives as they as they faced internal and external threats in their lives. From the outside, they were confronted by opponents, putting at risk their very lives. Paul was chained at the time of writing his letter to the Philippians in Rome, awaiting the emperor's decision on his life. In Philippi, the Christians were engaged in conflict as they had seen before their eyes in Paul and Silas's experience when the congregation was first planted, even now within their very church. Individuals are more focused on their own agenda, which threatened to jeopardize the church's unity, along with the joy and the peace they had together in Christ. The Apostle Paul's prescription to both was for Christians to focus on Christ, and to do so, Paul taught them from his example. And Paul also spoke about self-centeredness in the congregation and its effect on the unity of the church. And now as Paul uh, draws his epistle to a close, He shares about his friendship, and he offers thanksgiving. And he also reasserts his call to courage and unity in the church, summoning every Christian to stand firm in the Lord God. And furthermore, he urges reconciliation among two influential people in the church. In Philippians 4, 4 4-9, Paul continues sharing his last-minute list of things he wants to focus on with the Philippians. Rejoice, be gentle, don't worry, pray, think biblical thoughts, and do good deeds. In fact, Paul's teaching at the end of his epistle, it illustrates two ways to deal with the stress of life. One approach to life comes from the hard drive of our hearts, and the other only from a radical change of heart provided through the new birth. The first approach is rooted in thinking that we're sufficient enough to control our lives, to do life on our own way, in our own diligence, and by our own hard work. The Apostle Paul offers an anchor that's different from this first approach by commending to the Philippians and Christians today the joy found through Christ alone in the cross and the resurrection of Jesus. From from the joy found in Christ flows gentleness, it flows thankfulness, it flows the character of Christ. And the ensuing result is peace from God amid worry conveyed to us through the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Now, Paul here is a theologian, but he's also a pastor, and he personally experienced much suffering. And so his advice to the Philippians and Christians is absolutely vital. And in these verses, Paul mentions the Lord who has loved and continues to love his people through Christ. Philippians 4.4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Philippians 4.5 says, The Lord is at hand. Philippians 4.6, Let your request be made known to God. Philippians 4, 7, the peace of God will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And in Philippians 4, 9, he says this, What you have learned and received and heard from, heard and seen in me is the gospel, which is the preaching of Christ. 
And finally, in Philippians 4.9, it says that God of peace will be with you. Paul wants his readers to understand that much the same way as you go to the doctor to get medicine, the medicine for one's anxiety is to understand how deeply the Lord is at work in your life. Whether from addressing one's emotional trouble in life, how to respond to those who resist or or reject us, how to petition the Father, how to cultivate Christ-centered habits of the heart, patterns of behavior. At every turn, Paul shows the compassion of our Creator and Redeemer. Paul's answer here to anxiety is not to offer a Band-Aid solution of coping mechanisms, but to show misplaced trust. In fact, anxiety reveals our trust, such as being terrified of losing something or being desperate to hold on to a situation. The main issue is that something cannot bear the load that we attach to it. Even the good things of our lives, such as loving our our families and knowledge, success, it cannot last through the thick and thin because we're finite creatures and God is infinite. God knows our needs, and he knows what we need at all times. Only those who trust in Christ can face every threat, every situation, with hope in the Lord and be able to rejoice in him. This is because only those who belong to the Lord know that nothing, nothing our world can inflict, that nothing that can harm us, nothing can take us away from the Lord. Because Paul also says this in Romans 8.35, through 39 he says tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword death and life things present and things to come anything else in all creation because we are assured that nothing (coughs) nothing can separate us from the love of god in christ jesus our lord and so by refocusing on the lord by treasuring him and with his grace as your life's foundation you can find joy in christ You'll also find genuine biblical gentleness through abiding in the Lord, enabling you to combat worry through praying with gratitude, focusing on the character of Christ, and growing in the grace of God. Perhaps today you find yourself sucked into the endless pit of anxiety and worry. Well, the only cure that your Creator who made you has prescribed to this is finding the peace you long for in Christ alone. Our world offers today many, many answers, including going to your physician to get medicine or self-help books at the bookstore. All the other options are band-aids only, though. The solution the Lord offers are enough to silence the bad thoughts, the, the, the dreams at night, to silence the worries during the day or the night. And no, I'm not against you getting medicine from the doctor. Don't hear me say that. But I'm saying something really, really important here. You see, dear Christian, you need to understand God himself as your friend and your father, your ever-present protector. You need to fix your gaze in the knowledge, dear Christian, on the joy that is yours now in Christ. Fix your hope on the coming of the Lord Jesus, and you will find strength to react to hostility with humility rather than retaliation. Set your heart on Jesus so that when you wallow in worry, you know to rehearse the good gifts of God that come from your Heavenly Father. Instead of exhausting yourselves in the endless mental treadmill of rethinking negative thoughts repeatedly, rehearsing them in your heart and your mind, bring those thoughts, bring those struggles to your Father in prayer. Focus your heart and your thoughts on the true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellently 
praiseworthy Son of God and Son of Man, Jesus Christ, who loved you and gave himself for you. Only then will you discover the true joy that Paul speaks of in Philippians 4, 6, or 4 through 7. The eternal joy that is yours now, dear Christian, both now and forever because of the Lord Jesus. Well, I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next week, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.